Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Video Games Now podcast. I'm joined by Will. Hello. Hey, everyone. How's it going? And I'm Rodney. We're going to be talking about the GamesCon news that came out today, which was a little disappointing. We were expecting a bit more. Uh, Will, yeah. Yeah, definitely disappointing. Uh, But I think with E3 um, being as big as it was, Microsoft kind of already showed off everything they needed to. Nintendo didn't even show up, so that's, I guess, normal. (laughs) But does Nintendo need to show up? Like, look at their lineup coming out for the rest of the year. Yeah, and uh, Witcher 3 was showcased for the Switch, so that looks actually beautiful. All right. Anyway, so GamesCon coming up right now. Right now. All right, so Gamescon, uh, let's start with Microsoft, which is... Actually, you know what? Nah. Let's talk about us, Will, because we're more important than Gamescon. Well, this is the first week off I've had, so I'm going to be playing a lot more games this week than anything. (laughs) But uh, what have you been playing, Rodney? Well, uh, like I was mentioning last uh, podcast, I'm playing Assassin's Creed. Still, because uh, I have not beat the game and I really want to, so uh, yeah, I'm playing through it. I'm I I just beat the arena. I'm level 48. Yeah, I'm getting up there, and I'm hoping I'm somewhat close to the end of the game. But yeah, it's been a lot of fun. But there's uh, been some bullshit events happening, like mercenaries are assholes. I'll just put that that way. Like you kill somebody in a restricted area that's freaking hard, like a like a sage or something. And then some mercenary comes along and just fucking kills you. And then you gotta do it all over again, Will. Yeah, I'm used to that. It's like Dark Souls level fucking cruelty. Not as... No. Not that (laughs) bad. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, other than that, I haven't been playing much. I stopped playing my city building game. I haven't flown on my simulator in quite a while. Yeah, so I need to... I want to play Shadow of War, actually, after Assassin's Creed. Because uh, I have not finished that game either, and I would like to. Yeah, I'd definitely like to go back to that. But like we were discussing earlier, for me to go back, I'd, it would be a whole new playthrough. I couldn't just start off. Yeah, I might have to start over too. But it sucks because like I'm I'm a hundred percent completer, dude. So I went. And it's through, a big game. <laughs> it's a big game, and I went through like three different regions and hundred percent completed all of them. And now I'm on Act Three. So that's what I think. That's a considerable amount of time in it definitely is uh, i would say you probably put in like 20 30 hours yeah so mind you i put in three four hours a night of playing so better than my two and a half hours a week that was when the game fucking came out originally <laughs> yeah i don't even remember how many well it came out uh, kind of like after our show ended so i think we both actually got to play a good amount yeah but then assassin's creed came out and i put it down was that around the same time? Or was that... I, I, let's look up... I thought I, there was like a year... 
a year difference between Well, those Shadow two. of War came out definitely before we started this podcast. Um, Alright, so you look up the date for Shadow of War and I'll get uh, the date for Assassin's Creed. Well, Assassin's Creed. Creed was the end of the year because I remember buying it on Black Friday. That was last year, right? No, 2017. Uh, Assassin's Creed Origins. Uh, so, September 27th, 2017 was when Shadow of War was released. So, mm. that that was kind of around the same time. I think it was like November something. And I got it at that launch, though. Something else yeah. came out. Something else came out, which made me put Shadow of War down. Oh, now we gotta we, go. Uh, we're not going. We're not going into 2017 because then we're just gonna be disappointed even more with 2019. Yeah, we already talked about Let, how disappointing let's look it was. Towards the future, not the past. Yeah, goddamn Shadow of War, but I'm am gonna play you again. So, anyways, uh, yeah. What are you? What are you even playing, Will? Well, now that I got time off and even on the weekend, I'm kind of in a weird mode. I'm starting to play every game that I've that I've been playing, but I'm getting bored after a couple hours. I want something new, I think. Yeah, there's... Uh, yeah, why don't you try some, like, indie stuff? I'm I'm looking at some of the stuff on the Game Pass. There's a few things that caught, caught my attention. Right now, I just decided to download uh, Sleeping Dogs the Definitive Edition. Is that, like, I, a spinoff of the Dogs games from Nintendo or Nintendo? No, no, this is... Uh, do you ever remember the True Crime franchise? Uh, yes, I do. Yeah, so this was originally supposed to be True Crime Hong Kong, and then the game got cancelled and the company folded. Square Enix bought it, and then it was uh, finished off as Sleeping Dogs. Right. So you basically play an undercover cop in the Chinese, uh, well, the Hong Kong triads. Interesting. I played this when it came out for 360, and I still own it for 360, but uh, I just wanted to try it again it was 39 dollars. i just didn't care <laughs> yeah totally yeah it just felt like that type of game i wanted to play right now i'm in between like i'm playing justified uh, what is it uh judgment still i have been playing skyrim i i'm doing another playthrough of watchdogs 2 actually i just can't find anything to keep my attention well speaking of skyrim and there's that sky oblivion shit going on right now what's that what's that all about i think that was just a weird um uh, meme. I don't really. No, I, I thought it was a uh, um, sky bee blivy. There it is. I think it's like a um, Skyrim on like or Oblivion on Skyrim's engine or something is what I heard. Oh yeah, it is. Um, I think some modder created uh, Oblivion using the Skyrim engine, but uh, I never really looked. Oh, uh, here it is. Yeah. Remaster mod is heading to Skyrim. It's probably going to land on PC first. So I I did play Oblivion back when like Christ was a child, um, but I lost interest, and I think that's why I'm not really interested in Skyrim myself. I really liked uh, Oblivion after the story picked up. It was really slow to begin with. Um, Skyrim. Did you ever play Skyrim at all? No, I, I like I said, I had absolutely zero interest in Skyrim because I didn't enjoy Oblivion. So, and oh, I like, should loan that to you. Skyrim <clears throat> itself, you mean? Oh yeah, hmm. uh, yeah, Skyrim. I own it on PC, Xbox One, PS4. But you know how hard it is for me to play games that I don't want to play. Like you, no, gave me... but I think you'd really enjoy this one. Okay, well, you gotta yeah. like supervise me playing it because you you <laughs> gave me Dragon. Uh, what was that dragon game you gave me? The Dragon Age, but you didn't even play it yet. <laughs> I, no, that's what I, that was what I was getting to. Is you gave that to me like a year and a half ago, and I, it's been sitting in my drawer for forever. Yeah. See, I'm gonna just have to force you to do things. Yeah. <laughs> force is the only way. Um, cool. So uh, I'm just actually looking at Shadow War. So I know that there's. Um, expansions for you can play as like the other two characters like the the black guy and the the one woman yeah I think the elf isn't it something like that so uh, that has me somewhat interested so you know what we should do we should just not play the games at launch and, anymore and just play them two years later because that seems <laughs> to be the better way to go uh, no because I still want to play games and if I had to wait till launch I would never play if you had to wait two years, then you... Oh, yeah, yeah. If, I'd never, if I had to wait two years, I'd never play the game. Yeah. 
So I definitely only downloaded the standard edition. That's all I'll have time to play, honestly, and then hopefully some more shit will come out that I'll, that I'll want to play. So right now it's uh, August 19th, so that means that we are less than two weeks away for a decent game to come out. Greedfall. Greedfall! And I'm going to say Borderlands 3. From what they've showcased off uh, a lot more this uh, week, I'm very impressed. Yeah, it's going to be fantastic. And same with Greedfall. They showed off uh, in this Microsoft GamesCon thing, they showed off some more Greedfall gameplay that uh, looks rather interesting. Yeah, they didn't showcase too much uh, of the gameplay. They showed some of the aspects of your um, your companion's gameplay. Mm-hmm. So they showed each of your companions kind of they're all going to have their own way of playing. Like one guy is going to be kind of like a father figure where he acts kind of more like a tank. Okay. And then your magician is kind of like your damage dealer. I can't remember her name. And then you have like another guy who's kind of like a brother who is kind of like your sniper, Jack of uh, like Jack of like guns. And then you have your technician who uses like traps and pistols. Interesting. So, so do you, you don't get any sort of choice at your companions, or are they all just given to you? I think they're all given to you at a certain point. Um, when you start the game, as the trailer says, is you're not a mercenary or anything. You're already a diplomat. Uh, uh, diplomat. Like your cousin is already on this island as one of like the um, trespassers, and he's uh, started a city. Right. Okay. Yeah. So I'm just I just pulled up the gameplay right now just to get a look at it, um, and I got to turn on the captions because I can't play the audio. Oh, there's Ooh. there is no captions. Actually, uh, was there is there a voiceover in the uh, in the uh, trailer? Yeah, it was the same lady that did the last one. Well, why don't we have a listen to that and see what's coming up in Greedfall in uh, two weeks? Sounds good. Ready to set sail for that island everyone's talking about it is said our people lived peacefully until the men appeared from the sea intent on making our lands their own in greedfall the world and your story are ever-changing based on the choices you make you'll enter the island of tear freddy not to act as an assassin or soldier first and foremost you are a diplomat with all the social powers and status that come with it you're free to explore every faction settlement and deal with the powers that govern each. To overcome the challenges ahead, you'll need to befriend members of every faction, some of whom will journey, fight, and talk alongside you. Your Majesty, I shall present you to the Governor. Come. Princess, Majesty, you are most confusing, but thank you for your help. Compose your party of three from anyone who's joined you so far. But choose carefully. Each companion brings something different to combat. Kurt, your loyal master of arms and mercenary of the Coin Guard Guild, makes for a great frontline warrior. Meanwhile, Afra, a talented scientist from the Bridge Alliance, specializes in ranged weaponry, such as rifles and throwable explosive files. Regardless of who you choose, be sure to regularly switch out and upgrade your companion's equipment and weapons or you may find yourself overwhelmed in battle. Alright, so that's enough of that. So, uh, that's interesting that you can upgrade their uh, abilities. So, you, so because, you know, remember in Assassin's Creed Origins, when, uh, yeah. let's get the music going here again, uh, Assassin's Creed Origins, when you leveled up Bayek, and you were just a fucking severe badass, and then it would switch over to Anya, and you're like, why is she so weak, and she's not anything that I've built up my person to be, but in this game... You can basically have your team exactly how you want. Exactly. So, and I think it's uh, not specializing, but it, it's trying to make you play with all the characters. Yeah. Because if you keep, uh, I'm sure you're going to finish the the trailer in a second. But uh, literally, they talk about how in, in one moment or a mission or something you could say something to someone else that one of your party members won't appreciate and it could end up in a fight. Oh, really? Okay. So you really got to think about everything you're saying. Everything you're going to say and think about like, oh, if this mission could affect this person, I probably shouldn't bring them along. Hmm. 
Yeah, this game is very interesting. Well, we were talking in the car, uh, well, in my car. I don't know where the hell you were, but um, I don't know if we're gonna get uh, if I'm gonna get this at launch, just due to the f track record of 2019. You know, maybe we'll see how people like the game uh, as it comes out before we pick it up. Yeah, I did look, and they're not charging full price. It's 66. Hmm. Instead of 79, so. Interesting. Well, it did only have a 30-hour campaign, and it's a, and there's no multiplayer or anything in it. Yeah, so I, but, I don't know. I'm kind of torn still. Well, you know what's going to happen, like, though. We've got, like, two weeks to make that decision, though. Yeah, but you know what's going to happen. Like, it's going to be 30 hours of gameplay for Greedfall, and then they're going to release a season pass, and there's going to be Greedfall expansion, derpy der, and fucking yeah, yada, yada, yada. I'm sure, I can't remember, I thought they did talk about that there's going to be DLC, but I don't think they've really specified on it. Okay. Well, I mean, yeah, for a game that, well, first of all, it's only 66 bucks, and it's, the game looks really good, like, graphically, so, we'll, we'll have to see how it goes. I, yeah, like I said, I'm not going to buy it at launch, um, I have enough games to play, that's a fucking lie, um, I only have one game to play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I so. think I'm going to work on... To uh, Borderlands 3 uh, as it comes out two days after this game would and I have a lot more friends that would play that uh, with me yep. with it being multiplayer so hopefully maybe you'd even pick that up over this and maybe this is a game we could go back to after yeah could do yeah for sure you know we'll wait see how the reviews give it you know this game looks brilliant but maybe it might not play mm -hmm. as well as people some people hope what do you guys think of Greedfall? Let us know on our Facebook page, uh, and uh, we'll comment and shame you or whatever on your comment. So, roast me! Alright, is it that time of the podcast now for Gamescon news? I think it's that time of the podcast. We've talked about us enough. No one gives oh. a shit about us, Will. Well, apparently. Yeah. I mean, you fuck, you were gone for a month and no one was like, where's Will? We demand Will to return yeah. to the podcast. Will's got to make money. Got to pay those bills. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Passion doesn't pay f pay debt, so. And apparently, like I, I you told me, uh, kids shows aren't easy. <laughs> yeah, dude. I fucking told you. There's some bullshit. Yeah. They uh, wrap the actors like really, uh, what is it, 10 hours or eight? Uh, it depends how old they are, but uh, generally it's eight and a half. With yeah, a, I think with it's like lunch. eight and a half. Yeah. And then they have freaking stand-ins. Yeah, they have midget stand-ins. And there's so many inserts and like, oh, there's green screen shit. And then they keep the, oh man, there's one time, I, I don't mean to go off topic, but we did these inserts with the dog who plays Dude <clears throat> in this uh, new show I just finished called The Healing Powers of Dude. Sounds like a gay porno, I know. It's a, <laughs> it's a Disney show. Uh, no, it's a Netflix no, show. No, it's a Netflix show. Sorry, yep. yeah. It'll be on Netflix next April, but uh, the poor dog that played Dude, one time we we wrapped all the kids and all that and then there's like two hours of like dog tricks by the end of it the dog wouldn't even like stand up the owner had to like kind of like pick him off the ground wow what a drama and, queen dog and actor. The, <laughs> oh no like the dog was worked <laughs> to death like they had him he had to open like that day he was opening fridges he had to jump through a hoop oh yeah it was bad shit that's uh some dude powers for you I guess oh yeah such a cute dog though yeah. All right, so we're going to tickle Cole's little heart for a moment here with uh, Gears of 5 showing off Horde mode. And, uh, yeah, so, Will, you watched the conference today because uh, I was working and you are taking a week off, so. Yeah, I don't... I'm not a huge Gears of War fan as much as Cole is. I, I do will play the campaign and stuff like that, but I never really got into, like, the, the multiplayer aspect of the game. I do... I have... Well... I have played Horde Mode, and from what I've seen of this, they've added a lot of new aspects to it. Um, new enemies, new uh, new techniques. It definitely looks like it could be fun. Yeah, even the gameplay that Cole is showing from the beta looks super fun, and I'm actually quite interested in, in Gears of War 5. But I, like I said, I want to play the first four, uh, the campaigns. Uh, they're, they're on uh, Game Pass. Yeah, I know. Um, I'll get around to it. once. It, when Cole stops working, I'm, we'll just sit down... One weekend, and we'll just power through the Gears of War series. <laughs> when he stops working, we'll, one of us will still be working. That's true. Well, Christmas break, that's what we'll do. 
We'll just, uh, <laughs> or maybe we'll do that for our uh, marathon of uh, charity or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah, Easy. that works. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. So, uh, oh, they didn't really say we're on uh, Kotaku right now, but they didn't really say much about the horde mode. No, because it hasn't really changed over the years from what I've seen. I think people just wanted to see it in a like action. Yeah, uh, this monster, what are they called? Lotus? This Lotus mega Lotus monster thing. And everyone who actually plays Gears is like gonna stab me now. Cause I can't. Oh, me too. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know the name. I just know like it looks like it would st uh, like run over you. Yeah. Actually, I think that's what's about to happen in this picture. Yeah, he's gonna <laughs> flamethrower his ass. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, so Microsoft also showed off NBA 2K20's career mode, uh, which you were saying earlier has a bit more of a story to it now. Yeah, from what I can tell, I've never, I haven't really played any of the NBAs in the last couple of years, so I don't know how much they've changed too much. But I do know they were emphasizing the career mode this time with them partnering up with uh, LeBron James uh, Creative Studio. Yeah. They brought in some really big name actors. There's Idris Elba. They've got uh, Rosario Dawson, uh, just to name a few. Um, that'll be playing pivotal roles in your career. Interesting. Um, I can tell you right now that I will not be playing NBA because I fucking hate basketball. I can't stand it. <laughs> uh, I think it's uh, it's a big seller. I don't know. I I used to play NBA and I really did like it. I just kind of got off of it and kind of turned a little more towards FIFA which is kind of weird because like I've said many times I hate watching soccer and I feel like playing like it on a console is about the same as watching it sometimes okay here's my two cents on that so you hate soccer but I'm I guarantee you played Mario Strikers I did and I played actually soccer competitively for the province oh really yeah, Dude, so I, I didn't know that. It's kind of weird. It's kind of weird. <laughs> I didn't know that about you. I just learned something new about Will on on the air. <laughs> Competitive soccer uh, player. Yeah. All right. So until I hurt my knee. Yeah. So uh, yeah, the reason Mario Strikers was fun is because there's it's contact soccer that just made made it way better. Um, I think there should be contact in uh, basketball too. Honestly. <laughs> no, and that then, would be changing a lot of rules. Well, fuck. Well, look at these soccer and or football um and uh basketball no contact sport anyone gets hit and they just fucking milk it they just milk it so fucking hard it's like grow a sometimes pair. but some of those hits are pretty hard too yeah yeah well the only the reason i don't like basketball is because in high school when i played basketball i did enjoy playing the actual game for like for fun but uh as soon as you play any sort of actual competitive game like you like you fucking breathe on someone you get a foul it's like can you suck a dick like <laughs> fuck like oh, yeah. you have to basically just let them walk in and do a fucking layup no wonder it's 100 to 4 to fucking 90 like yeah. add some contact the score will go way fucking down it won't happen <laughs> basketball's <laughs> been around for 100 years they're not going to fucking change the formula now so fuck basketball play hockey play football play football all right <laughs> so <laughs> they also uh mentioned that those uh, two games we just uh talked about gears of war 5 and the oh i'm sorry i read that wrong there's uh, some new games coming to game pass one of those being devil may cry 5 which is out now it's out now and uh age of empires definitive edition will be available on the pc side of game pass uh, as well as ape out and kingdom come deliverance It'll get added on August 22nd, while Board's Tale 4, Director's Cut, will join on August 27th. Yeah. Oh, we also missed uh, Stellaris uh, Console Edition is out on Game Pass today. I did miss that. Stellaris. Interesting. <clears throat> and then Blair Witch is also being added to the Game Pass on both console and PC when it releases August 30th. This game looks like it's going to be one of those ones that I'm just going to be walking somewhere and all of a sudden I'm going to be like throwing my controller in the air screaming like a little girl. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good thing you don't really live in the city in a, like an apartment. Like some poor bastard will just get hit in the head with a controller that's fallen from like 14th floor Will's apartment. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it'll be that bad. I mean it's just going to like lift off into the air and I'm going to be like <gasps> <laughs> Yeah. <clears throat> um, Alright. 
okay, off topic a little bit. You ever see that, um, uh, is it the Angry Dad videos on YouTube where he, like, runs over his son's Xbox with the lawnmower? Or his games? Yeah, yep. Fuck, that's hard to watch, dude. As a gamer, like, holy shit. That hurts. Oh, yeah. I think some of those were fake, though, because uh, one of the guys that did the Angry Dad um, videos, he's now become a full-fledged, like, YouTuber with his other his own account. Oh, yeah. And he just does different things now, like he's completely away from games. Interesting. But, I mean, that video... I mean, I'm sure there's no discs in the in the things. I can't remember. Uh, who knows? But oh, <laughs> that that's a hard video to watch as a gamer. I've watched a couple of them on uh, YouTube. There is one with uh, I can't remember what it was, but the uh, the boy broke his cell phone at work, yep. and he didn't want his dad to know. And he was playing games, so he like tried to hide the cell phone, and the dad found it. And while the oh man, dad picked up the Xbox and threw it right out the window. Mm, shit. <laughs> you just bought the cell phone for the kid though like a day ago. So in all honesty, his anger is like justified, but, but I think that's overkill. On, but to take it out on an Xbox. That's not right, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Alright, reel it in here. Age of Empires 2 Definitive Edition will release on November 14th on both Steam and the Microsoft Store. It adds better AI, 4K graphics, and another of other improvements, including four new factions. Anyone who's already owned the HD version on Steam will also be getting the new version at a discount. So I'm kind of excited. I really enjoyed Age of Empires, so I was hoping their announcement this year concerning Age of Empires would be Age of Empires 3. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. you know, Definitive Edition for 2, I, I, I could go back and play it. But yeah, didn't that, yeah, didn't that come out like 20 years ago? Somewhere around there. Yeah, it was an old <laughs> game. Like, I remember seeing it on, like... A PC with a monitor that's like bigger than my mixer. Uh, I'm trying to remember. I think it was like 98 or two, uh, 2000. It might have been Age of Empires 2. Yeah. Let's see when it originally came out. It was 99. So like Windows 98 game? <laughs> yeah, probably still, u- uh. <clears throat> still using uh, dial up. Yeah, dial-up internet to fight all your friends. Uh, anyways, you want to actually know a game I played on the PC every time I got sent to daycare and when I was a tot um, was uh, the Lego game. I can't remember. I think it was like Lego Island of something something. I remember there was... Uh, I remember that. I think you, I still own it. Real, I want to play that, dude. Because now that I'm like an adult, I could probably comprehend what like, the fuck's going on. You're like rescue and all that. Yeah. No, it wasn't rescue. Like You were just a, on an island and you just did various... Oh, no, you're a pizza delivery boy. Yeah, yeah. And you get other things too, and and you can make and you go I deliver. You can fly a helicopter, and I remember delivering a pizza to the the guy at the jail, and then he got out and like ruined everything. Yep, I yeah. remember that. Okay, <laughs> yeah, I want to fucking play that, so I will dig up a Windows ninety eight, and you can send that game over to me. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> what would happen if you put? I a, thought you were gonna say instead of when. Uh, when you got in trouble at daycare, you ended up playing like Lego. I was going to be like, "Oh, what did you get to play? Oregon Trail?" Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, t- I don't know how many. Like that was a savage game. Like, yeah, I remember like getting close to the end, and then all my guys. What did they? What did they contact? Or oh fuck, that fuck disease. Oh, I don't even remember. Oh, I don't remember. It's just it's, too it's long either they fucking die of syphilis or they die of starvation. Gross. But uh, yeah, no, that Lego game. I want to play it again. It's probably it probably only has like three hours of actual gameplay though. I wonder if what would I happen. I wonder what would happen if you tried to install a Windows ninety eight fucking game on your like brand new gaming PC. It probably like the gaming PC would just spit it out. Like the fuck. No, is I this? think it would still be able to recognize it. Yeah. All right, we'll give it a shot. It would probably ask you to download something though right off the bat. <laughs> Microsoft <laughs> would recognize. It. It's like an old fucking collectible game. Yeah. And it would be like, hey, uh, to play this, you're going to need to download this and this and this. Yeah. <laughs> game requires update 150 gigabytes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. God. Anyways, uh, so 
Was this this year that Gears Pop bullshit on E3 or yeah. was that the year before? Well, it, it was shown last year. It was shown again this year. And it's finally coming out next week. Yeah, Gears Pop. I'm not really interested. I'm... It looks it looks weird. It's not my type of thing. Yeah, I'm pretty turned off myself, but it was announced. So if you're into the pop games, uh, it'll be out on August 22nd on on uh, all the phones and Windows 10. Uh, Gears of War player versus player strategy game was originally announced at E3 2018 as one of the new Gears spin-offs, the other being the XCOM-expired Gears Tactics. Actually, hey, something else came out recently, and you uh, and I were talking about it uh, just before I got home, which was uh, Pokemon Masters. So what are your thoughts on that so far? I've only gotten a couple missions in. Um, after I talked to you on the phone, I uh, went to the washroom, made a snack, and I almost fell asleep. <laughs> That's the way to do it. Damn food. That's it's like called a food coma. Pulling a Britney. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, I, it's interesting. I like the three, uh, three versus three. Uh, I've only got Pikachu right now, so I'm hoping I, you get other mon- uh, Pokemon. Yeah, I'm sure you unlock. I love other Pikachu, trainers. but like this is not a game I want to go through the whole game with Pika. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, they probably won't even let me evolve them. Yeah, bullshit. Um, Oh, uh, side note. um, I told Brittany yesterday that she needs to work on her uh, compulsive sleeping shit. Um, She's like, I don't sleep all the time. Like, if you're not fucking standing, you're asleep. Like, sit down, turn on her shitty TLC show, and it, like, immediately falls asleep. (laughs) So I guess, does she do that still when she's playing mobile games? (laughs) <laughs> uh, well, she doesn't even play mobile games that much anymore. Um, I have a side... Oh, man. I could go even more on a side note about TLC and how much I hate that network. <laughs> I think we all know the reason, though. But don't... <laughs> well, no, I you gotta hate... see if we can find her a, a mobile game she can enjoy again. Yeah, totally. Well, no, I don't I don't like TLC for that reason. I, like, I don't like TLC because they just force themselves into people's lives and just fucking ruin them. Or they let you yeah, yeah like, but a lot of their shit is trash. Oh my, yeah, you don't have to fucking tell me. I have to sit there and watch the shit. It used to be way better. I remember watching the channel with my mom when yeah. I'd be playing my uh, Game Boy or something. Yeah, <clears throat> and uh, I'd look up and it would be like I don't even remember, but it was like Paige Davis, and it was like the original like home improve like home renovation thing oh it's home extreme makeovers that was a good show yeah yeah before the buddy took over okay well yeah it's just yeah. it's just straight out of the fucking cow's ass now i just can't handle it yeah so all right so back to things that matter games say <clears throat> you know what actually i was talking to the boys on the weekend when we had the meeting um i want to get a shirt made that says uh say no play games <laughs> my that was my my thing. I know that's my favorite will quote on this whole show. <laughs> so, alrighty. Oh, yeah. So uh, now we're gonna talk about Tom. I Clint. should market that. It's gonna be just say no. That should be the uh, the tagline for our new website. Just say no. <laughs> play games, or it, and it'll be that'll be our intro for our YouTube videos. Say oh, no. Oh man, I, I want to get the shirt made now. Yeah, I gotta think of it. Yeah. It's gonna be like um, that Sam, that Sam guy that points at you, be like say no, play games. <laughs> Should be with like one of us, like popping out through a wall, like uh, the old uh, Kool Aid guy. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, play games. <laughs> uh, all right. Anyways, Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Breakpoints. Uh, so the multiplayer mode. Uh, will feature eight players facing off in two teams of four fighting in maps that appear to have a storm closing in around them, similar to a Battle Royale game. Well, shit. It's also going to have dedicated servers, though. But it's a battle. It's going to be similar to a Battle Royale game. But not as big. I like. I kind of like the idea of two teams of four, and especially with Breakpoint, is there's a lot of strategy to the game. Yep. So you, instead of like with Call of Duty, Fortnite, and PUBG, with Ghost Recon, there's like, you know, you could put on night vision goggles, you could cause um, an EMP explosion, you could use a drone. Uh, there's just so many different things you can use. Yeah, that's true. I hope they do something more interesting than just um, a storm closing in. Like, fuck that. Why don't they have a gigantic tower? And one team is like the terrorist team, and they're trying to like 
blow up each floor of the tower and make it collapse, and the other team is trying to stop them, and then that continuously minimizes the battlefield while keeping it interesting. There, Rodney. Wow. Another <laughs> fucking spectacular idea for a game. You'll have to send that out. Yeah, so once again, another game will get stolen from me. But hey, these are actually these are actually proof that I came up with the game first. These episodes, because they're published on a day. So, I'll take this to court and I'll win millions of dollars and then never do the video games podcast again because I'll be too rich for y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so... Um, yeah, so that's uh, Ghost Ghost War, the multiplayer mode. Uh, so that'll be uh, interesting to watch. Uh, I'm not interested in Ghost Recon Breakpoint myself. I, I am. I just haven't figured out what I want to buy it on. I'm kind of leaning a little more towards the Stadia now with it being, depending on how many people buy it, I have a better chance of playing with more people. Yeah, true. Okay, so now moving on to the next piece here of... Uh, Xbox greatness. So they've announced two new Xbox controller designs. One called the Night Ox, that's camouflage. How original that Xbox released a camouflage controller. It's a different color scheme this time, though. I can see there's black, gray, and silver. But it's camouflage controller. Oh, yeah. They said there are two new controller designs, so they just changed the coloring of camouflage. I don't know. I'm not sold on that one. I'm sold on the next one, though, called Sport Blue, which has a subtle ge geometric pattern on the fins. It kind of looks like it represents uh, Halo, and like that's the first thing I thought of when I saw them. Yeah. I kind of thought, like, some... I didn't know. I First, when you see on the the pad, like the front of the paddles there, I thought those were speakers. Right. Yeah, no, the, un oh, the underside's like a baby blue, and the top's kind of like yeah. a... Like a uh, we'll call it a Cortana blue. Yeah. Oh, look at that. All right. So, yeah, I'm not going to get those. I have my evil controller, which I want to throw out the window sometimes, too. It's freaking annoying. Um, the disconnecting and the random button stopping working. It's well, just... it's also on you because you never plug it in. I know. Yeah. It says in the actual instructions, it works better plugged in. <laughs> well, shut up, Will. Stop. Stop not <laughs> taking my side. All right. So... Uh, Empire of Sin has a release window of spring 2020, so Empire of Sin. Uh, it's, a, it's a weird kind of uh, story game where you play a, a new guy in a mafia that goes to this town and you have to like take it over. Right. It's a, an indie game. Um, I don't really know how to describe it. It's kind uh, of half top-down, uh, like top-down, half 3D. Right, okay, so it's a uh, upcoming game developed by Romero Games and published by Paradox Interactive. It's ex it's expected to release in the second quarter of 2020 um, for this, oh, for the Switch as well, so for everything, basically. Uh, in the game, the player takes the role of one of the several mob bosses inspired by real-life figures in Chicago during the Pro Prohibition era. The player uses their boss to control the actions of their underlings and take over the opponent's business and recruit new members to cause uh, to their cause while defending their own empire from the other bosses. That actually sounds fucking cool. It looks interesting. I just don't know how to de actually describe it when you watch the trailer with the gameplay. Yeah, and it's a real-time simulation as well, so I forgot to mention Yeah, your gameplay could be completely different than mine. From what they were showing, is like you pick up like companions to help you out. Yep. And your uh, girl, I think the one they showed was like Tammy or something. Mine could like end up falling in love with another gangster where yours could turn into a like a psychotic killer. Right. So just think about that for a second. A hundred years ago, alcohol was not legal. But cocaine was. Mm-hmm. What a fucking world we live in now. All right, anyways. Um, moving on here to the uh, next thing on Kotaku's list here. Uh, Microsoft is holding a fan event called X019 on the weekend of, of uh, November 14th in London, featuring the head of Xbox, Phil Spencer. You can't say his name, not epically. Uh, and uh, a couple of other members of the Xbox team. So we're hoping that there will be some more news on the Scarlet Dole. Or even some other games. Like uh, last year for uh, Microsoft when they held the X8 XO18 event, in Mexico, they announced uh, 
I don't remember if they announced any new games, but they oh actually I think they did, but they announced uh, two new uh, two more studios that they bought. Right. All right. Well, uh, yeah, I I do want to see some more news on the Scarlet. Um, I remember the reveal at E3. I can't remember if they said a release date. I think it was at the end of next year, something like that. I can't quite. Um. Yeah, I think they just said uh, 20, uh, 2020. 2020. It'll be, we all know it's the end of next year. Because oh, yeah. that's apparently when everything gets released nowadays. So the Metro Exodus, the two kernels DLC is coming out August 20th, which is in about five hours our time. Um, and will feature a big flamethrower for all those post-apocalyptic cookouts. Cool. I'm interested. Well, I just downloaded Exodus right now on uh, Game Pass. I'm finally going to give it a shot. Finally. Jeez, okay. Uh, well, I mean, I gave it a shot at PAX. Uh, I, I did like it, but I just... You just didn't like playing it on PC. Yes, that's probably it. But, uh, yeah, I'll have to give it another shot when I have lots of time. Plus, you got worked over by the bear. No, I didn't get to the bear, actually. Um, I was sneaking around some bandit camp. And, uh, yeah, it was a good time. <laughs> so, Microsoft closed out its stream by showing off Gears of War's 5's Horde mode, which is what we've already talked about. Why would they put that twice in their article, Kotaku? I don't know. Fuck's sakes. Alright. So, uh, Stadia made a, a small appearance at uh, the GamesCon conference here. Yeah, they didn't really announce anything that we didn't already know, so I'm just going to announce the biggest thing is uh, Cyberpunk 2077 is coming to the Stadia along with another game called Orcs Must Die, which will be coming to the Stadia as well. Um, it's a timed exclusive, so it'll be out on the other consoles as well. I, it's, mm, I don't know. I, was, I think um, with Cyberpunk 2077, that's a huge Stadia game. Orcs Must Die kind of looks like an indie... I don't need... <laughs> yeah, Say no more. It, it looks like an indie. Uh, they also showcase <laughs> Borderlands 3, Kind, Darksiders Genesis, Mortal Kombat 11, Super Hot, Farming Simulator 19, Samurai Showdown, Grid, Doom Eternal, Attack on Titan 2, Final Battle, Elder Scrolls Online, Watch Dogs Legion, Windjammers 2, and the remake of Destroy All Humans. You know, I gotta say, out of all of the simulators, I think Farm Simulator is actually the most useful. Because, like, when shit hits the fan and we're all, like, in, in post-apocalyptic mode, if, and it, all the people that play the Farm Simulator game are going to fucking win. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, I feel like the guys that have the, the more gun experience are just going to take over those farms. Man, let's, uh, <laughs> let, actually, okay, here, scenario mode. So, the post, the, the apocalypse hits right fucking now, what do you do? Uh, I'd go to my buddy's place that's, like, well-stocked with, uh, guns. I would hit the local Canadian Tire, which is a hardware, like, a super hardware store, and just, like, start stocking up on all the essentials, like, knives. Like, guns are nice, but crossbow. Like, you're gonna run out of ammunition, but you'll never run out of a crossbow ammunition, because you just go collect it again. And, uh, knives. Yeah, and you can make more. Yeah, and you can make more. Uh, yeah, guns, knives, uh, crossbow. Uh, bow. Little, little camping I'd go with stove. An normal bow as well. Yeah, except I can't use that. I'd suck oh, ass I with can. that. I would. Yeah, crossbow is the way to go. I think. But yeah, so Canadian Tire raid the shit out of that, and then as people are leaving the grocery store, you just kill them and take their food, and then disappear into the wilderness. Actually, but you can't even disappear into the wilderness because the zombies can get you there. So you you got to go. You got to get on a boat. And you got to go to some island and just live on the island. Oh, we've all seen how that ends too. The zombies will eventually get there. <laughs> Yeah, but they're dead, so they walk into the ocean, and then the salt water just eats them, because it's salt mm. water. And then, hopefully, the whales are you know still dying. This isn't one piece. <laughs> I, I I suppose. Well, you know, I I didn't mean it like that. But hopefully, the uh, orcas are are haven't died for their lack of food, and they can just eat the zombies. Now I'm just picturing zombies out of like Moria's army. <laughs> What if whales eating zombies? Gotta call Jimbe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what if the uh, whales eating zombies turns the, them into fucking whale zombies? That'd be fucking awful. <laughs> that sounds now like an asylum low-budget B movie. <laughs> 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 
That's all that's in my head is B-movie material. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, short and sweet. Uh, we should probably wrap this podcast up here. Well, we still have uh, a couple things here. Uh, they had the Jeff Keighley's opening night live uh, <clears throat> conference to finish out today. Uh, Erica, an interactive thriller, a live action PlayStation 4 game that was announced back in 2017 for PlayLink the system where multiple players use their phones to control a game is going to be available today for $10. It's no longer a PlayLink game, but can be controlled by either a standard controller or a custom Erica mobile app. Interesting. What else you got? It's kind of a story game. Uh, they showcase, uh, we saw a bit more of uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare. It's going to have an open alpha this weekend with for PlayStation 4, featuring the game's 2v2 mode, and it starts uh, Friday, August 23rd. Man. I might try to get into that. Yeah, that would be interesting. That's Sorry, next next weekend? Yeah, for uh, PlayStation, so. Oh, well, I can't get into that. No. Uh, Kerbal Space Program 2 is coming in 2020. It's uh, a sci-fi or space uh, strategy game. Uh, Humankind by Sega and Endless Developer Amplitude Studios. It's a simulation game in which you t- control the development of human history. It's coming in 2020. This one actually has me a little interested. Doesn't that sound like there's a couple of mobile games like that, actually, from what yeah. you just described? Like Civilization, but I think, is one. Or not Civilization. In this one, you kind of play like... I don't know. I don't want to use this as an actual thing, but it kind of reminds me as you, you play as like God. Right. And you pick how human history is going to uh, turn out. S- right. So it's like SimCity, but like God Simulator? Yeah. Okay. So those people are going to uh, win the apocalypse. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Little Nightmares <laughs> 2 is coming to uh, coming in 2020. PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. Uh, the right. classic helicopter uh, warfare series Comanche, uh, Comanche, last seen in 2001, is coming back from THQ Nordic as a team-based online game. It'll be going into alpha and beta testing this year and early access in 2020. Awesome. I kind of actually remember playing that game. Do you? Uh, vaguely. Uh, it was like uh, it's helicopter warfare. You, uh, I don't remember back in two thousand one if it had like multiplayer, but I remember you like you do out these missions and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, I vaguely remember it actually, but I can't I can't recall playing the actual game. <laughs> Uh, there's a new uh, mobile uh, companion app for the next uh, Need for Speed. It's called Need for Speed Heat Studio, and it's out today. Uh, you can start customizing your cars for the next game. Nice. <clears throat> Magic the Gathering Arena is coming semi-exclusively to Epic Game Store this winter. It'll be available for direct download from the Wizards of the Coast, but Epic will be the only third-party store it'll appear on. And then Witcher 3 The Wild Hunt is coming for Nintendo Switch, which we've known for a while, but it's now finally got a release date, October 15th, 2019. Cool. And finishing off, uh, Hideo Kojima closed the show uh, like we knew he would, as he's one of the good friends of Jeff Keighley. He shows off off, uh, some new characters for his uh, game Death Stranding, uh, including a character named Mama uh, that it says no, they're not even going to summarize. It makes sense. They've also show uh, he showcased a urinate mechanic, which yeah, okay. <laughs> a urinate mechanic? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I mean, <laughs> there's not even a loo on the ship in Sea of Thieves. I was I was always wondering that. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, Jeff Keeley is actually in Death Stranding. He's uh, going to be a character. Okay. And then we have ending it out uh, with some smaller news. There's a play a new upcoming PlayStation 4 shooter, Predator Hunting Grounds. Uh, they showcase a little bit more of the Iceborne expansion for the Monster Hunter World. Uh, they show, uh, showed off Life is Strange 2, a bit more of Borderlands 3, Everspace 2. 
FIFA uh, 20 and uh, Disintegration, which is a new and uh, recently announced shooter from former Halo developers. And uh, GYLT, a Stadia exclusive from Tequila Works. Tequila Works? Do they make tequila as well? Ooh, I don't know, but uh, I'm not really feeling in the mood for tequila. <laughs> I have been waiting to drink that chocolate tequila from uh, Cozumel for like like six months, and I can't drink yeah, it until Christmas. You told me like, oh, we'll open it up, and then you're uh, Brittany's like, no, it's uh, special for Christmas. Yeah, bullshit. Mm-hmm. That was such good tequila. Like, I don't mind. Like, I'll have tequila on occasion. And I'll just be a bitch about it, but like this tequila was fucking so good. It well, was it's next chocolate level. tequila. <laughs> yeah, well, it didn't even taste like tequila. Like it was, it's dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, that's uh, that's it for the news then. Yes, sir. All right, well then, that's it for the podcast for today. Uh, thanks for listening, guys. Website, uh, we figured out our server thing. Uh, so it should be back up here pretty shortly. Uh, we're just kind of working on the redesign right now. So, uh, but yeah, it's going to be better than ever. So we're excited to uh, launch that for you guys. And uh, we're going to be, be boss. It's going to be fucking boss. Uh, so yeah, and we're also going to uh, get our uh, YouTube page up and running uh, or up and running a bit more. So we're going to focus a little bit more on YouTube content, which is going to be excellent. Uh, so yeah, let us know what you think of the show, guys, and. Uh, we want to uh, hear from you on our Facebook page, so ju- uh, jump on that and uh, leave a comment. Uh, let us know what you're thinking of stuff we're posting from GamesCon. And oh yeah, hit us up. It's gonna be sweet. All right, thanks guys. We'll see you all in the next one. Bye bye. Peace. softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.